0: And we're back with another episode of 10-Minute Emma.
1: Yeah, we're not retiring yet.
0: No, you tried very hard. I really did. Uh, not because he doesn't like want or doing the podcast, but because he, I mean, did, that's part of it. he did not want to record that he actually saw this movie that I've been trying to get him to watch for uh, 10 years, 10 they, plus years, 12 they, years. They
1: still don't know if I have or not.
0: Well, I can tell you that you did.
1: Mm, I'll edit that out.
0: Oh, damn it. He controls everything. A click of a button, he just controls It's the like three clicks. Entire podcast, whatever. You control it all. Yeah, that's true. I've given up.
1: Good. <laughs> I finally broken you.
0: <laughs> Many years ago, actually. Oh, okay. Good. Well, uh, how are you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm well. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing good movies lately? Any new movies? Mm,
1: let's call it new movies. Okay. It was good, but.
0: You're not it's... talking about the town right now, are you? The what now? <laughs> no, Still, no, huh? I'm I'm
1: not. It's a retro revival screening. So they do this late night grindhouse over in St. Louis once a month. Okay, yeah. So their their January feature was uh, I don't know if, I don't think it was a 4K restoration. I think it was just a an HD restoration of a 1986 movie called Chopping Mall.
0: Chopping Mall. Mm-hmm. It rhymes with shopping.
1: It does. <laughs> but it is brutal. So <laughs> yeah, not, not really. The some of the effects are kind of cool. I mean,
0: it's uh, 80s movies, so that's, like, the best part of horror movies is the gore.
1: It really is, yeah. And this is perfectly right in the in that 80s range of just cheesy, schlockiness and everything. like That we all a, know and love. It's a group of uh, high school kids that are locked overnight in a mall with a bunch of... Uh, they've just brought these new security robots online. and Robots? A, and it's the middle of a thunderstorm, and the robots, like, you know... Don't follow their directives anymore, and oh, they see no. them as threats and try to eliminate them.
0: Now that's inspired because I was thinking zombies or mm. vampires, even for the eighties. Okay. But yeah. robots, yeah. I like that they tried to think outside the box a little bit.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that was fun. Really, really short, like eighty minutes. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, that's apparently, not too
0: shocking though for an eighties movie. And apparently,
1: it like got like slaughtered down. Like there was like a like a hundred. Or a hundred and a hundred and ten minute cut or something like that, but then test audiences didn't approve of it, so they just went in and
0: just like cut the shit out of it before they did a theatrical release. I hate that. It'd probably be so much better to watch the restored cut. Probably, it, just but the whole. That's all lost right.
1: footage now. They they don't know where it is. So
0: sure, that sucks.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's still like like I said, definitely a brisk pace, and you still get to know a couple of the characters pretty well. There's a really neat final girl in it, pretty believable. Okay. So, it was, it was fun. I'd, I'd recommend it to any horror fans out there. If you're not a fan of 80s horror, I wouldn't say go search it out, but...
0: Fair enough. Well, are you going to ask me anything? So I oh, watched three hey, movies. Did you watch a movie? I did. Okay. I watched three different movies this week. I watched the new movie, You People, on Netflix with uh, Jonah Hill oh, yeah? and A. Murphy. Have you heard of that one? No. It was pretty funny. It's about a guy that meets a girl and... You know, she's African-American, he's Jewish, and it's mm. just like kind of seeing how that works in today's world. Parents don't approve on her side. Well, the dad doesn't, at least. Gotcha. So the whole time, A. Murphy's her dad, and oh, he's trying to. Oh, I thought it was to. the other way around. Oh, no. Uh, jo- <laughs> you, are, you got me there. <laughs> yeah, you fell right for that. I fell right into that I one. I thought
1: Eddie Murphy was dating Jonah Hill's daughter, and you just, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. no. Nope. No, okay. So he's trying to every turn to like show him up and like make him realize he's not good enough for his daughter okay and it has julianne dreyfus in it as his mom so that's cool oh okay not a murphy's mom jonah hill's mom yeah but yeah it was pretty funny and if you're looking for a comedy something light it'd be a good one to watch okay
1: and so that was on netflix it is yeah it just debuted
0: gotcha but anyway we are here to talk about a movie that i have dreamed of you watching since 2010 that's creepy I just really like it. I don't actually. need to
1: be in your dreams watching movies, buddy.
0: I dream. I don't of count you them. Watching have, this, I don't count them. They count.
1: Not when I'm in your dreams.
0: Let's talk about the town. The what now? The town. The who? The town. So my favorite first scene that we had is actually the opening scene. Really? Start right out right the right Yeah. I mean, it's really intense. You have the bank robbery. You don't really know the characters yet, but you're just. It, it's very fast paced and. Like just intense. I like the mask that they wear too. It's really cool. Kind of reminds me of Call of Duty now. Oh yeah. Uh a little bit, yeah. Okay. Just really I love Heist movies, so this is a great start for me. I'm already in it as soon as this Heist ends. Like I'm just I'm ready. Show me more. And also you kinda of get the gist here that Ben Affleck might not be a terrible guy that he's just kinda of there. So right away you kinda of get some characteristics of the guys too as mm-hmm. you watch it.
1: Okay, so first one for me, I guess technically the same scene because it is a pretty long scene, but it's not until the point when, well, I guess we don't know it's his character yet, but when Jeremy Renner's character takes the the woman with him. Oh, with okay. Him. That's that's a pretty unique like twist on things. Usually, like with a heist, they don't include right kidnapping, get the money and go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the main concern. But you can tell that they're like more professional than most because he doesn't want to leave a witness. He thinks that she might know something or. Oh yeah, yeah. For and he sure. could he use her in case the cops come after him to use him as a hostage. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a little dual situation there. So, I kind of liked the the inventiveness of that. Okay. Yeah, just the way that that set up the rest of the film. Then afterwards, like right. I, I didn't know that at first, but
0: yeah. I mean, like I said, this open scene tells you a lot without giving you too much, but definitely, it just it's a great start to the film. Hmm. It really is. Immediately grabs your attention. You're in it. All
1: right. Next up for you?
0: The lunch date that the girl that gets kidnapped, mm-hmm. Rebecca Hall yeah. and uh, Ben Affleck have, uh, when Jim shows up. Oh, Jeremy wow. Mare. yeah, You're
1: jumping pretty far ahead there.
0: I am. Well, that was my next favorite scene. Okay. I I just really liked this. It was very uncomfortable for, I can't even remember his character's name right now.
1: Man, and you like this movie.
0: I do, but... Isn't it I'm Doug? Gonna, it is Doug. Yeah. So, Doug is, like, really nervous because she saw his neck tattoo. Mm-hmm. And so, the whole scene, he's just trying to make sure that she does not see that neck tattoo. Because it's a very obvious one. It's a fighting Irishman. So, mm-hmm. you not, see Not that his tattoo, but... The, but Jeremy Renner's tattoo. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I did, but I didn't know. That. They might not have, Yeah. I was very rushed there. You were. But, yeah, I just... I love the scene. He tried... He's very uncomfortable in this situation, trying to get jeremy renner to the sleeve as soon as possible doug tries anything he can to get him to leave before she comes back and it's just brilliant here you can tell that he's like really starting to feel for her if he cares that much about it mm-hmm. and also he's also trying to save his own butt at the same time but right. i just like the dynamic here
1: okay mine's pretty similar but we're we're going back a bit okay it's the first meetup of after he tried a trailer okay so he, at the laundromat whenever oh was. yeah that's a great scene that's a nice little meet you like it's creepy as fuck because you know what he's actually doing and what he's doing there. But right. But it's also, like, you can tell that he kind of followed for her. Well, or fell for her a little bit, too.
0: Yeah, you can tell there's innocence to mm-hmm. it. He's trying to save her because if he lets his friend Jim do it, Jim's mm-hmm. going to kill her. Oh, as he's, soon as yeah. she, he finds out that she knows something, mm-hmm. she's dead.
1: And it is slightly unbelievable that she wouldn't recognize his voice. That would be pretty traumatic. And he was, like, right there whispering in her. And, like, I think he even said, like, a phrase or, a, like, a word or two from that phrase.
0: Well, they did address that in that scene, like you're yeah, saying. Yeah. He he said he's trying you'd be to test surprised. It. Yeah, you don't recognize after something that traumatic. You just want not recognize the voice. And yeah, it could be a little unbelievable. But honestly, I've never been in a situation like that. Yet. So I don't. Hopefully, never. I mean, hey, I don't know. I mean, okay. your memory could play games with you with that. I mean, no, it's
1: it's lock solid.
0: Okay. I doubt it. You're old. There's just no chance. That's true.
1: <laughs> All right. What you got next?
0: my next scene is the car chase
1: oh okay
0: the botch bank robbery slash mm-hmm. car chase i'd love this scene it is such balls to the wall here i honestly don't understand how they got away to be truthful they look over and there's a cop right next to him and he just looks away because he doesn't want to die but it's just insane i mean really good car chase too
1: yeah it was edited really well
0: it was I don't really have much else to say. I mean, it's just a great car chase. Yeah,
1: mostly just action packed. So right. Next one for me is I think it was I think it was the first time, but whenever we meet the florist, oh, that dude yeah. has a really cool character. I liked him a lot.
0: He was and, cool.
1: Yeah, just him, kind of setting up the situation for everybody about what's what to be expected of them. You can tell he he's a no fuck around kind of guy. Like yeah, he's even very immediately you just. The way he just like constantly like prunes those roses as he's talking just doesn't you know he's very menacing mm-hmm. while he does that like oh yeah and very know? aggressive with it too as he's slicing the leaves off and snipping mm-hmm. stems like it's it's very aggressive but
0: you hear someone like the florist and you're like oh he does flowers okay <laughs> yeah I'm not worried about him and then he you like meet him and you're like oh shit this guy is legit
1: yeah yeah he ain't fucking
0: around so then my next scene this is probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. It's when they get picked up and have the interrogation between Mm -hmm. Doug and John Hamm's character. Mm -hmm. I just, I love every scene that John Hamm is in in this movie. He's incredible as an FBI agent in this. I mean, you hate to root for him because, you know, you really want Ben to get away with everything or Doug, whatever. But he is just so good in every scene. So compelling. He just really brings it to this role. And this is right, I think, in the middle of Mad Men, so... Oh, okay. He didn't get a lot of films during this time because he was busy doing that show the whole time. He really put in some commitment to this movie, and you could tell. You just want to root for both of them. It's so hard to really, because Ham does just he eats it up in every scene.
1: Speaking of which, that's my next scene, is whenever he's slightly seducing slash putting an ultimatum to Blake Lively's character. Oh, at the yeah, end of the movie, that's so good. Where he finally gets to be able to trap Dougie, basically. Yeah. She he flips her over to his side and pretty pretty much like a strong arm situation, you know. Like it's it's really neat to see. She really has no choice. Yeah, it's really neat to see how it how it evolves because he definitely like you know seduces her in at first, and then it's like no, I'm actually here to fuck you over. Yeah, and you're gonna do it because I've got you in my trap, basically. Right, and
0: you know actually it looked like she was gonna resist that. It did until she fucked up the next time she was on screen, and then had no choice. But. Yeah, I and, just love and that. He, and he drops too. that perfect
1: little line at the end with the the uh, necklace mm-hmm. that he ended up buying for, oh, the, for man. Rebecca Hall's character.
0: I hated him so much in that scene. The yeah. first time I watched, I'm like, "You're a fucking asshole! Trying to get oh, her yeah. to fuck him over for fun." Just complete dedication. And one, it works. One track
1: mind. He he is going to get what he wants. Right. Fuck anything else that gets in his way.
0: Mm-hmm. And the heist, but it's actually whenever Jim is unfortunately surrounded by cops, he gets shot. As he's trying to get away. John Hamm, obviously he recognizes him. Because he's a police officer walking away from all the drama. Just that whole scene is just so heartbreaking. I mean, if you really think about it. You have Doug over here. It's still his best friend. And he has to watch. He can't do anything. Because if he does, he's dead too.
1: Oh, easily, yeah.
0: He has to watch his best friend get gunned down by the FBI. All the cops. It's just it's a great scene and Mm -hmm. jim the whole time i I could do it with you i'm sure you could you probably be salivating at the mouth when that happens it's just it's a great scene and jerry renner plays off so well he he doesn't want to go to jail again so he just gives it up and it's just i love it it's a great final scene for me
1: okay my last one was just the the grand reveal that this is Fenway Park that they're taking down at the end that's like holy shit that's
0: wasn't that cool
1: that's very top level yeah yeah
0: I didn't expect it when I watched it
1: yeah not at all and the high. And itself, it, it's almost unbelievable in itself nobody's gonna pay that much three million in cash from the ticket sales in 2010 yeah. I don't think so
0: well they were saying the beer sales well too, still yeah and like, the jersey sales on a four game stand against the Yankees mm-hmm I think they could yeah. easily in 2010.
1: And cash, though? I mean, people were credit cards at that point, debit and cash, cards.
0: Cash, maybe that's tipping it off a little bit. Yeah. But come on, man. I mean, you don't understand. This is. Wasn't this like later on in the baseball season, too? I would imagine. Like closer yeah. to the playoffs, probably.
1: I would imagine so, yeah.
0: That's a big series. So right. it could definitely sell out every night. And
1: That's our 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. So I'm so excited about this. I've been waiting for this. For a week, you won't tell me what you thought about the movie, but now you have to for our fans. I don't have to. So, for our rating, since it's the first time you've seen it, I only hear what you rate this movie. So,
1: sorry, I apologize to the fans. We lost the rest of the audio, and this will be the end of the episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're awful. No, no, go on with your rating.
1: Alright, so, it is a fun movie, and I was entertained throughout. Okay. A little long. They probably could've cut a little more from this, I think. There's a little too many side plots going on. Okay. I don't think we need to know like you know, like where they're working and stuff and then I don't I don't really think that played into any any of it much at all. Uh, I mean yeah, We just them telling us that that's where they worked was good enough for me. I didn't need to see those scenes, you know. Sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's a little nitpicky, but go ahead.
1: Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, overall, I'm, I'm slow playing it just to, just to fuck I know with you your are. Did, did it actually fuck up? Yeah, it did. That's funny.
0: Anyway, let's hear that rating. You did. What was it? 3.5. 3.5? 3. 5. Yeah. That's pretty solid. I think so. I like it.
1: You shouldn't be too disappointed.
0: I'm not. That's, that's honestly, after this 12-year wait, mm-hmm. it's just vindication to me. Yeah. I liked it a little bit more. I figured. But... You know, the fact that you're willing to admit that it was a good film after all this.
1: And the fact that I remembered the main character's name and you didn't. So,
0: Well, I'm sorry. It's been a long day. But I have to agree with you. It's around that range. I, I'm simply going to give it a four-star because oh, okay. I really enjoyed the film and I, I love heist films. But also, I'm a big fan of Ben Affleck. And I think it's one of his best roles, honestly, so... And the fact they directed it and wrote it, too, definitely helps. Well, adapted it. Well, adapted it. You're it was, right. It was cool. based all on a book. I'm happy that you liked it. I do have a little bit of trivia for us. Okay. Ben Affleck was struggling to find the right actor for the role of James Coughlin, which is Jeremy Reiner. His younger brother, Casey, suggested Jeremy Reiner. He worked with in The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Hmm. So, I've heard that's good. I have too, but I never watched it.
1: Might have to throw that in the list some point.
0: Maybe. Jeremy also surrounded himself with an actual convicted bank robbers in Charlestown for research and to help him nail the accent. He would later go on to receive a Academy Award nomination for this role.
1: No kidding. Yeah, best oh, supporting actor. I didn't remember that.
0: Yep. To research her role, Ben Affleck asked Blake Lively to visit locals in Charlestown. Lively spent a month hanging around with the locals, their apartments, and bars before filming began. It's kind of a risk to me. I mean, if this town is as, like, criminal as they depict in the movie, Mm -hmm. I would not want someone like Blake Lively to be slumming in their bars and their apartments. And as hostile as they are also. Right.
1: With, like, this, you know, you're a townie or you're an out-of-towner. Right.
0: However, I will say that in the trivia, I did not pick this one up, but they did say it's not as criminal as they depict film that there's oh, okay. good people there too owen burke who plays desmond eldon the tech guy in the movie okay was a 20 year old charlestown native who had previously been caught up in gangs as a youth it was his first acting role and when he got the phone call from ben affleck he was convinced it was a prank call chris pine was considered for the role of jim john cena auditioned for the role of Glumsey the driver Really? Yeah. Hmm. That would have been a different movie. Definitely. But he Would he have done Boston. anything at that point? Uh, The Marine. Maybe a couple of other okay. direct-to-DVDs, but nothing special.
1: Yeah. I, I figured that would be pretty early for him.
0: And my final piece of trivia mm-hmm. is the scene where the cop turns away when he sees the masked armed robber. It's actually based on an actual event. Ben Affleck added it to the film after interviewing a bank robber in prison. Wow. So that actually happened at some point. Saw a gang of robbers and was like, I don't see nothing. I'm
1: surprised it actually worked. Yeah. As as unhinged as Renner was, like I, I thought he was still going to kill him.
0: Yeah, for sure. That was kind of odd considering he was willing to blow the bits off of a bank teller or whatever after two minutes of being with them or whatever. All right. So do you have anything else you want to talk about with the town before we go on to our Twitter?
1: I just want to say that the uh, the sanctity of my gift has been preserved. i I watched the movie, but I've still not opened that DVD.
0: Well, you can reach us on Twitter. I'm at USA. What about next week? What about next week? Oh, do we have another film we're watching?
1: I mean, yeah. If okay. we didn't retire before this, we're not going to retire now.
0: Oh, okay. Well, it is your pick. It so is. So why don't you tell the audience about your next movie?
1: Okay. Next up for us is going to be a film from 2019 called The Hole in the Ground. Are you familiar with this at all?
0: I am not. Okay,
1: so its director is Lee Cronin, who is the guy that was handpicked by Sam Raimi to do the new Evil Dead movie coming out in April, Evil Dead Rise. Oh, really? Yeah, so this was uh, one that really struck a note with Sam, and he handpicked him because of this, and this is his directorial debut. I think he did a few short films before this, but this is his only feature film. Okay. Until the new one comes out in April, so sure. Figured we'd uh, check that out and see if we can, you know, spot some overarching themes for his uh, catalog whenever we see Evil Dead Rise together. Okay. Which I assume we're probably gonna do.
0: Oh yeah, I mean I gotta do that. Yeah, I want to see it. All right, well that's a great pick. I'm excited to see it. Me too. Back to the Twitter handles. I'm at USA Kid six nine seven seven. You're at Big Guy ACV. That is me. And you can catch us both on the podcast at Tim and Tim. That's just you. It's, it's both of us. It's just, just you. I'm going to screenshot. Any comment we get and send it to you.
1: So send him some. Give him, give him a notification. Yeah, give give me something to yeah, talk about on give, here. Give that phone a vibrate, listeners.
0: Give me lots of vibrates. Oh,
1: okay. Let's get multiple. Yeah, we are Valentine's season coming up. So, right? Yeah. Make well, S-Bob's day. Buy a bot.
0: All right. Do you have anything else to add? Nope. That's a wrap.